Why are Republicans to blame for the ongoing cannabis prohibition? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to a cannabis legalization news that I decided to bring to you after I saw what the Republicans in the Senate did to the cannabis bills that were there. It wasn't great. However, if you remember where this came from, uh, well, it really isn't all that much of a surprise. The Republicans, especially those in the Senate, because they have the majority of control in that uh, legislative body, are the ones that are really standing in the way of uh, cannabis prohibition. Uh, I'm sorry, they're maintaining cannabis prohibition. They're standing in the way of cannabis legalization. And this goes all the way back to Tricky Dick Nixon. Back in 1970, he started this crap with a slippery slope and racially charged argument. And how do we know this? Well, uh, because he liked to record himself. So we have the tapes from May of 1971. How about I share those with my screen, blow it up a little bit, and then you can see what Nixon said here. Uh, and then uh, I've, I've highlighted the marijuana um, words on there. Let me just, oop, wrong, zoom in on that. I have too many things open. There you go. And so uh, you can see what he said. And Dick Nixon, just like Mike Crapo in the Senate, came out pretty hard and he said, uh, now, my position is that I'm flat out against legalizing marijuana. Uh, yeah, there it is. Flat out against legalizing marijuana. There it is. Now, my position is I'm flat out against that. I am against legalizing marijuana. Now, I'm against legalizing marijuana because I know all the arguments about, well, marijuana is no worse than whiskey or uh, ETC, ETC. So Nixon used to like to abbreviate himself. Uh, but the point is once you cross that line from the straight society into the drug society, marijuana, then speed, then it's LSD, then it's heroin, ETC, then you're done. Yeah, that was great. So that was uh, May 13th of 1971. And then if we fast forward to May 26th of 1971, he gets um, quite a bit more racist in the sense that, you know, it's it's right here. Now he's talking about something and I've, I've talked about this before and I'll continue to talk about this uh, until everybody really realizes how wrong these laws are. Um, the thing is that uh, the only way that they got the Controlled Substances Act through Congress is that they attached uh, Part F to it. And Part F created this domestic council that he's going to rail on here in a bit. And that domestic council's job was to study cannabis and find out which of the five controlled substance schedules it properly belonged in. The conclusion of that study back in 1972 was that it should be decriminalized and taken out of the schedules entirely. Never has been done. We are now, as we go into 2020, entering the sixth decade of cannabis prohibition under the Controlled Substances Act. So why don't we, uh, why don't we just go back here and let me uh, share my screen one more time, and boom. So, and I'll kind of appear on the side here, and maybe a little bit. There you are. Uh, here he is. Uh, this is what Dick Nixon said at 10:30. Uh, I'm sorry, 10:03 a.m. in the Oval Office with uh, he's meeting with Bob Hadelman. Uh, and so he's uh, and he's talking about the domestic council that is the what became the Schaefer uh, Commission's report regarding um, how come marijuana did not need to be a controlled one substance. But instead, Nixon says, "I mean, one, I mean, one on marijuana that just tears the ass out of them." I see another thing in the news summary this morning about it. You know, it's funny. It's a funny thing. Every one of them bastards out there legalizing for mar for legalizing marijuana is Jewish. What the Christ is wrong or the matter with the Jews, Bob? What is the matter with them? I suppose it's because most of them are psychiatrists. You know, there's so many. All the greatest psychiatrists are Jewish. By God, we are going to hit 
that marijuana thing. I want to hit it right square in the puss. I want to find a, a way of putting more on this, more than blah, 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 work with somebody else. And that was one of the things about Dick Nixon. Um, yes, he did record himself quite often, but sometimes he'd be drunk and uh, he would be unintelligible. Uh, now, you can actually read this. We dropped that link uh, in the description section so you can search for his, his BS positions on marijuana that he was just espousing in the spring and in May of 1971. And uh, while you're down there, you know, clicking to, to, to read all these terrible things that came out of Nixon's mouth, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. And uh, how about you give us a like and a subscribe because it can really help the channel and then the channel being helped will help bring about the end of marijuana prohibition. Now, what happened not in May of 1971, but in specifically on June 18th, 1971? Well, that is when President Richard Nixon at the time actually launched the war on drugs, in which he declared drug abuse as public enemy number one. This, of course, sucks. Uh, June 18th is my birthday, and it's also Paul McCartney's birthday and a little guy named Jack Hare's birthday. So it's, it's not only cool people who like marijuana's birthday, it's also the day that the drug war was launched and, and then Waterloo, I believe. But uh, what has changed with Republicans in Washington, D.C. in the five decades? Practically nothing. Marijuana is still alongside heroin as a Schedule One substance. Now, we've done episodes here about the Safe Banking Act, about the States Act, even the Moore Act, and how they're getting out of committee. And the Safe Banking Act even passed by a fairly healthy margin out of the democratically led uh, House of Representatives. So what's going to happen as we go into 2020? Mike Crapo and the Senate Judiciary, well, I don't think it was the Senate Judiciary Committee, the Senate Banking Committee gutted the Safe Banking Act to restrict marijuana to 2% THC or less. Come on, man. That is even weaker than the THC count of 3.5% that the federal government gives to its own medical cannabis patients, like, like this one, a Irvin Rosenfeld. I actually bought one of Irv Rosenfeld's tins of 300 marijuana cigarettes. Granted, they're now empty. He smoked his medicine before he raffled off that to raise money, of course, for legalization. So good luck to all those legal cannabis companies and getting access to banks so they can make the industry safer. I guess Republicans in the Senate want all that cash floating around and they want all those marijuana companies to not be able to get banks to make the industry more dangerous and thereby uh, create and further the narrative that they have about this slippery slope and how stupidly dangerous this, this stuff is, even though it's not. You know, and then what else? What else happened in in uh, the the Republican led Senate? Did the state law protections get extended as it had in the Democratic budget, where they were going to try to expand the Robacher Blumenauer Amendment? Uh, well, I believe that's still what it's called, but Robacher I don't think is in the Congress anymore. It's somebody else now, McClintock. That amendment goes, and it's been there in the budget, and it's in there right now. It's Section five hundred and thirty one. That has been in the budget for approximately the last six years, and that has defunded the war on medical marijuana. It's one of the reasons why a lot of the bus uh, stopped from the medical marijuana bus that, you know, they used to be quite popular 10 years ago. However, they tried to expand that to all state law cannabis. And no, they had that walked back. It's still only medical cannabis. 
Then Congress also got rid of provisions to protect veterans that were legally employed by the cannabis industry from being discriminated against by the VA when applying for home loans. So what did cannabis ever do to these Republicans that they hate it so much? Seriously, Senator Crapo, show me on the doll where cannabis touched you. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, but you're just, you're, you remain as committed as Richard Nixon does to keeping marijuana illegal for no good reason whatsoever, except you're going to give us like a slippery slope argument. Are you going to get as racist as Nixon did? I don't know. So you may be thinking I'm uh, quite partisan right now, and I'm just showing my my card, my card carrying Democratic traits. Now, Gren, admittedly, yes, I, I am a Democrat. I have actually been a precinct committeeman before. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to call out the Democrats just as much as I would call out the Republicans for standing in the way of cannabis uh, legalization. It's just that the Republicans are the ones that are actually preventing it. Now, Joe Biden sucks when it comes to marijuana. I'm hoping he comes around. He might not even be the candidate that faces off against Donald Trump in 2020. However, that's that's another thing you might say, like, hey, Trump will sign the cannabis bill if it gets to its desk. But that's not my point. My point is, it will never get to his desk. So don't vote for Donald Trump or any Republican in the Senate. Next time the Democratic budget, I'm sorry, next time the Democratic House tries to pass cannabis reform by using its budgetary powers like it did for the 2020 budget, do not let Republicans like Mike Crapo or Dix Nixon's ghost stand in the way. But do stick around to this channel. I'm going to be uh, actually getting some more of these Satan smoke books uh, back into print. Now, this is uh, my real art house version. It didn't even have an ISBN number. And it has a very arcane reading of the Fourth Amendment. And by arcane, I mean, it's been out of date by at least about 100 years. However, you know, it's uh, an interesting read about how come the, uh, the cannabis laws were based entirely on racism and misconception. And they still are. And not only that, the, there were uh, let's see. You know, let me share my screen a few more times because it wasn't just me railing on them. It was a couple of publications. You know, they might be fake news. One of them is called Newsweek. And you know how fake news Newsweek is. And add. There we go. So uh, according to Newsweek. And. That way. All right. So uh, they had, yeah, the significant spending riders that prevented, and we already talked about that. Uh, what was the other one that they did? Oh, that's it. Uh, in addition, then let's blow it up further. There you go. The Senate added an anti-cannabis rule that prevents Washington, D.C., which relies on Congress for funding from legalizing marijuana or even reducing penalties associated with possession, use, or discrimination, according to the congressional record. So yeah, you know, again, why? Why are you? And then we just had uh, Seth Jazz on the show. Don't forget to tune in Wednesdays at two for Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, we had her on the show and she was talking about the strange loopholes that they have, but they still are not being allowed to be able to legalize the sale of cannabis. And it's not just Newsweek that was reporting on it. It's also that uh, liberal rag Forbes and of course, this is the Mike Adams uh, post about why it's not going anywhere. Uh, to cut to the quick of it, the reason why it's not going anywhere is, um, again, it's it's the Republicans in the Senate. And uh, any anybody out there that is going to vote for one of the Republicans in the Senate next year, please don't. Uh, you know, it's it's not that 
that much uh, uh, of a switch that you need because I think they only have 52 senators. So if like four of them lose, and God hope this, that they will, uh, there's a real chance that these bills that have been making it out of the House will start making out of the Senate. And even then, if Trump still wins next time and he says that he's going to sign these things, if they hit his desk, they'll actually hit his desk. But until that time, we will continue to be providing you content and analysis regarding the legal cannabis industry, how to get into it, and why people are still standing in its way. It's not a very uplifting story, especially considering it's mostly racism. But until next time, 